Introducing The Riff, a podcast where Matt Black sits down between sessions to chat about industry happenings and creative musings. On this episode, we chat about a MailChimp campaign that has caught our eye. What's up, guys? This is Chelsea Matthews, the CEO and founder of Matt Black. And this is Micah Hakub, the director of strategy and culture for Matt Black. Um, and we're doing a little mini episode. We wanted to talk about a campaign that really caught our eye, something that we were super excited about, which is the new MailChimp campaign, which I don't know what the formal name of it is. I think it's nice to meet you or formerly were MailChimp. It's The campaign name is Did You Mean? Oh, uh, that, that, that's the campaign name. Yeah. But like all the iterations are yeah. just... So if you're around, if, if you're in like a major market, you've definitely seen the wheat pacing, the billboards for this. What What they did is they set up a bunch of, I would say, like, fake websites, but they're real. They have films that are all mispronunciations of MailChimp. So Kale you have Limp. Kale Limp. Jail. Uh, jail Blimp. Yeah, Jail Blimp. Jail, mail Crimp is another one. You also mail have Champ. Fail, Chimp, fa- fail Chips and Mail Shrimp. Totally. Yeah, so, <laughs> there's, so there's one site that's the main one, which is Nail Champ, that there's an actual, like, 12 um, manicurists. That you yeah, can vote male on. Artists and you can vote. Yeah, and you can vote. But then all the other ones are just landing pages that have these really surreal films that are shot almost as like kind of hyper realism, not like Tim Burton esque, but like it, it feels a little Wes Anderson to me, but eh. but a bit more like quirky and like I like out there. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like uh this amazing campaign that actually all ladders up where if you end up on those sites, there's very limited MailChimp branding, actually none, um, except for under the under the videos they do like a movie credits and there's kind of like a tone on tone monkey logo. Or even if you go to that NailChamp, NailChamp has an Instagram uh, that you can look at. In one of the images on one of the nails, it has like the monkey on it. So it's very they they've built seven different websites, all of which like kind of drive out. But if yeah. you scroll down to the bottom of each page, it goes, "Oh, did you mean MailChimp?" Yeah. Right. Which is amazing. And they partnered um, with Droga5 mm-hmm. for this, which obviously, you know, huge um, congratulations to them on this campaign because it's, it's just so smart. I mean, I think for me, what um, really has like our team talking about it kind of like cranks down to, to three things um, from a purely art direction, creative direction standpoint. I think the campaign is so eye-catching. I think their use of um, both primary and pastel colors is mm-hmm. just kind of a, a big differentiation when you're like driving down the street or um, seeing like all the wheat pasting posters around um, at least Los Angeles because that's all we know right now. Um, but I'm sure, as you said, in, in a ton of major markets. And then also just their use of like very modern fonts. Um, those things I, I seem so basic, but they really do go a, a hugely long way. Um, the second one is that, you know, it's quirky and quirky is tough. I think that a lot of brands want to set out to do something quirky because there's a virality in quirky yeah. if you get it right. But this was like a huge monetary gamble on quirky that doesn't even directly correlate back to mailchimp.com at any point so it was a huge risk yeah but is part of its success yeah and then the very last thing to me is that kind of speaking to that last point it's just not it's not a linear sale to a product somebody who's not aware of what mailchimp is would have absolutely no idea why there's a wheat paste poster for like nail champ with like nail art they'd probably think it was like an opi campaign yeah or if you or if you ended up on mailshrimp.com and watch a video about shrimp and, and the post office, you'd 
it, like that doesn't mean you're qualified to be like, I need email services. Yeah. Right? And I mean, to your point, it's just like, I, what I love, I just love fun marketing. I think marketing is supposed to be fun. That's the point. I think a lot of times we like take the joy out of it because we like you're doing what other people are doing or you're just like, hey, it's about impression limit. I would say another campaign that happened maybe a year and a half ago now. Yeah, it, it was not this Christmas, but um, 2015 kind of holiday season. Oreo let you design your own Oreo packages Mother. and like cut like paint by numbers. And it was just like. I went in, never bought any, but designed like six packs of Oreos because you could do like a to and from. And it ended up being like, it was like $25 to buy one of them. But they did that. The Oreo also did the um, the tiny deliveries to tiny towns. They delivered like individual boxes of mini Oreos to the smallest towns in the USA. <laughs> and it was just like, it's ridiculous stuff, but it's so much fun. And like, yeah. you look at it and like, if we're just talking about like brand affinity and us as users of MailChimp for a ton of our clients, just like you have great feelings towards them now and you're like, oh, wow, they get it. They they want you to understand like my kind of last point on this is like it's a business that wants creatives to use it. And so they're saying like, look, we understand creatives because it's who we are too. Yeah. Right. Which I think, um, you know hugely correlates them to someone like a Squarespace. I think it's like yeah. you could hear this time and time again in marketing, um, but it's you know really about knowing your audience and it's about listening to your audience. And so um, they clearly embraced what happened with the podcast serial yep. and the whole MailChimp um, kind of like hilarity. And they, they really decided that they could ride this wave. And um, while it's not like it happened right on the heels of Serial, yeah, it, it's definitely still obviously very relevant. Um, but similarly, it's like I just feel like MailChimp knows their audience and they do work with predominantly kind of creative companies who are tapping into email marketing. Yeah, I think, and that like has to be the bread and butter because at some point like you reach a certain size and it totally – you need other Shopify plugins or you need a more robust system that allows you to like – recommend product based on what they bought xyz like totally fine and they probably get that but for who their target audience is it's just like oh they understand us yeah and they do the things that i would want to do so yeah i mean like shout out to mailchimp for this campaign it's amazing for sure for sure and it would be so interesting to understand what return they see on this and and what kind of kpis they set out with from the beginning i think that um at the very least, I think what you mentioned about fun marketing being like the best kind of marketing, they like home run on that. Oh, for sure. I'm curious to see how they roll it out because I know it just kind of recently went up. And so I saw that they're bidding on all the keywords for like if you Google like jail blimp, they, <laughs> they've bid on that. Um, but also just to see like what the social assets look like, where else does it pop up? How like are we going to see like any other spots like you think they're going to do a Super Bowl ad? I mean, I feel like... They have the money be, to do a Super Bowl ad, right? I think if they have the seven figures I can assume they put into this campaign, they probably carved out a chunk of that for Super Bowl. But yeah. who knows? I mean, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's not... Yeah, yeah, maybe that's not their thing. Maybe it is. We'll see. Yeah. But I think that, um, you know, really with this, it's just kind of like... It, it's kind of just embracing the humanistic qualities of like who I feel like MailChimp identified as their core audience and um 
really kind of took some risks in that, you know, a lot of times when you're ideating marketing campaigns, especially when there's big dollars behind them, it's, you know, how are you going to find the ROI on that? And how do you not dilute your customer or your audience across too many channels? And this is an example of like where they are doing that 100%. They started a new Instagram feed. They have like what, however many different websites for all these different things. It's like, it's very, it's a very interesting kind of like customer flow. Yeah. I mean, and, and literally go watch the videos. They make no sense. They have nothing to do with sending emails. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing. But they're funny. Yeah. They're they're funny. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Limp kale. Cool. Awesome. So that's kind of our two cents Mm. on this amazing MailChimp campaign. We definitely recommend that you check it out. Super interested to hear what you think. If it's a flop or a win, I was trying to make that. <laughs> so, so, I was trying to make that. You're rhyme trying to think of something else that rhymes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so tweet us at the Shapeshift Report at Shapeshift RPT and let us know what you think of the campaign or any cool campaigns you see out there. We want to know them. All right. Thanks, guys. Later.